Move your body up and down. Make your booty touch the ground. Ooh. I can't help but wonder why my body's too populacious. For your baby, for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this Cause my body's too bootylicious for your baby. Let's just start the show. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 11 of So How You Live In. This is your boy Ibn Logic and I'm joined here with my good Judys, Jerron, Amanda, and Ko. Everybody say hello. Hey So Ko's been on the show. She was actually on my first episode and so it wouldn't be a, a season finale if I did not have my good Judy Ko with me. So um, <laughs> y'all know Ko already but Amanda tell you know the friends and family a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I'm from Columbia, Maryland. I'm a Morgan State graduate, so shout out to all the HBCUs out there. Mm-hmm. I'm a former Miss Maryland United States. Okay. Uh, let's see. I cheered for the Ravens for five years, which is how I know all these beautiful people here. You fancy? Yes, Pro Bowl cheerleader. Um, <laughs> and yeah. That's it? Okay, so Jerron, tell the guests about you, the fans family, friends family. Well, you know, um, I'm Jerron. Um, I went to Old Dominion University. Yes, I said the Old Dominion University. All right, you only put the in front of HBCUs. Right, the illustrious Morgan State University. You only do extra shit for HBCUs. Come on now. I said what I said. (laughs) I'm a special education teacher in Northeast D.C. All right. And, you know, um, I met all my good friends because I was a Baltimore Ravens cheerleader as well. Okay, snap, snap. Boop, boop. All right, so we are going to jump right into the show. So, girl? How you living? Pew! This is how we're living. Na, 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 na. Hey! This is how we're living. Na, 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 na. na. Uh, it's Monday night and we feel all right. Woo, woo. Got champagne okay, here on the west side. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the name of this episode is This is How We Live In and we need to start the show off by talking about the queen, the mother, the auntie herself, Beyonce Giselle Knows Carter. Mm. So we have already had uh, Coachella part one, and this is weekend two that just wrapped. And I just want to talk about it. So let's talk about how Beyonce has introduced the world or the sleep and the unwoke to our HBCU culture. Yes, definitely the unwoke because us HBCUs have been doing it for the longest and will continue to do it okay she definitely put us bigger on the map yeah my manager today he was like um what's going on with beyonce and what did she do that was i'm like honey and i had to explain <laughs> and that, and that <laughs> is the epitome of why she it did it in the first place yes so yes. shout out to my manager because I know he listens. <laughs> but yeah, and I was reading on the shave room how Miss um, Tina mm-hmm. didn't. That's Beyonce's mother for those of you who do not know. Um, how she was just like a little apprehensive about Beyonce even bringing HBCU culture mm-hmm. to Coachella with these rich, predominantly Caucasian kids who are just very dry. They ain't got no salt and pepper in their life. And she was just like, I don't think they're going to understand Beyonce. And Beyonce was like, no, ma, like I'm at a point in my career where I don't have to prove anything to anyone. It's just for me to show what I want to show and share with the people what they should know, what they don't know about. Mm -hmm. Same as formation. Like everyone thinks it was just uh, anti-police officers. No, it's just like we have this Black Lives Matter movement that's going on. And I want the world to just know a little bit more about it. So whether it be this performance or the way that we're dressed or the symbols that we're holding up in our fists our fist signs in the air 
you're going to Google and say, well, what does this mean? Or how is this? Where did this derive from? And that's exactly what people did after seeing the Coachella performance. Absolutely. They needed to know. I mean, a lot of their music comes from this. And they think that they made it. Like, it came from HBCUs. It started mm-hmm. with us. I'm not even going to sit here and say, like, it's a responsibility for artists to kind of put that on the map. You know what I mean? If they do it, they do it. If they don't, they don't. But if they do it, I feel like they should be praised for it. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are scared to do that. And honestly, I get it. I understand why, because there's a the fan base that they're going to lose and stuff like that. But for the ones like Beyonce that do step out on a ledge and be like, no, this is our culture. This is who we are. Mm-hmm. We have to praise artists like that. So applaud to Beyonce. Applaud to Miss Tina for being courageous enough to be like, stand behind her as a mother mm-hmm. and just say, you know what? This is, this is our culture. And, you know, they don't give zero fucks about anything thing that you know, hallelujah yeah and i'm just so proud that makes us a proud to be black so it yeah. does it, it really does. does i mean when i saw the nefertiti head ensemble i said oh bitch here let me, we go let me sit up in this bed <laughs> yes. so i had to sit up because a i had to stay up until 2 a.m and i was not about to miss a beat right um i was actually in richmond at my friend's house they had a gathering mm-hmm. and i said you know what people it's because she said be in formation at 11.05 that was her mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. so that was 2.05 my time so i said i'm gonna be in formation at 12 mm-hmm. and so that's what i had to do or 12 which would have been her time and to my time. Mm-hmm. So I, I got everything together. You know, I had to wash my face, brush my teeth, get ready, right. have my glass of wine and my water. She said, have your phone charged. I had my phone charged. I had to charge it next to me. <laughs> and I was ready. And who was, the, bless the man. He looks like a little roach. He's a little boy. What's his name? Uh, post, post Madeline, Post, post Malone. Malone. Post Malone. Forever. <laughs> yes. His white oh, Iver sons. And I love me some white Iver sons. But when you're getting in the way of Beyonce, Giselle yes, Knowles, right. Carter, I don't need you to be. But you know what? She probably needed a little bit more time to like mm-hmm. get some stuff together. She so if that's did. the case, she was probably like, no, I don't care if you do two or three more songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When she broke out with that 18 count lead in, <laughs> I was like, I'm back at Morgan. Here we go. Here we it go. was great, and I saw the yes. girls, and they had the one leg, and then the um, what do you call it? The yeah. yeah, yeah. On the other side, mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, bitch, this is about to be something glorious." And just her mm-hmm. sashay, just down. everything. Like I could watch for at least two hours. Watch mm-hmm. Beyonce just go. She back walked and for forth, days, back down, and down, forth. down, Some down, hits, down, down, child down, 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 and Michelle, both weekends, had midriff mm-hmm. showing. She didn't have anything. So it's not that her stomach isn't flat. It's probably flat yeah. for the gods, mm-hmm. but it's not flat for Beyonce, so she didn't want to show it. She even she had a leotard on under the um, the shorts and the hoodie outfit, mm-hmm. I saw that. Like, so it wasn't like her stomach was out. She just had a skin. So honestly, I mean, I think because for Beyonce's standards, you know. It's just it's not where she wants to be. Natural women, you know, stretch marks. It happens. Pregnancy. Yeah. But she's going to put a trash bag on. <laughs> And look amazing. So Two glorious like, angels. Because I can't move like that above. even like <laughs> with. Three so she days. came. So she came down with her um, Nefertiti outfit, mm-hmm. and then the girls they slayed and pulled my edges that I don't have anymore because I got the LeBron going on, <laughs> and then I just see our queen and like the lights come from above. And she was a scaring bitches because you shouldn't be that high up in the air. Beyonce, what if you fall, honey? What am I going to do? This was up there. <laughs> she was up there. And then everybody put their little hands out. And I, they, they helped her down the, uh, the stairs. And then she did her whole dance and did the performance. And I was just like, this bitch. And you could just see in her face that she was excited. Yeah. She was excited to be back. She even said, like, thank you. Like, I, she was home. She was home back on the stage. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, my gosh. Like, is this... 
just a glimpse of what I'm going to. I'm nervous, like, because I don't know what we're gonna get at mm-hmm. on the on the run on tour. On the run too. tour is about to be lit, and what? I really hope. And I can't predict what Beyonce is gonna do, but I really hope she gives us like some more choreography, some more mm-hmm. songs, like. Something because listen, if I'm gonna go there, like listen. I want new. I mean, I can still shake my ass to Crazy in Love, but I would just love. She can give you an album with like the the alphabet or the right. dictionary. Jay Z are going to throw something out together, mm-hmm. an album all together, like leading up to what well, they were yeah. supposed to do that already, and then it was just too. I guess the work that she had on Lemonade was just like, oh, I need to do this by myself. So then he did the 444. Mm-hmm. And so I think whatever was left over, because I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, he said that we, him and Blue, they used to dance and, and, and Beyonce, they used to dance in the living room to just songs that weren't even released. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe those songs they're going to put mm-hmm. on the okay. On The Run to, Tour too. But, you know, we can't predict what the Carters do what because they remember? always break our necks some yes. way, somehow, yes. with something. I'm going to need so. Jay-Z. So when she brought him out, I was like, you're too, I don't know if he's too old for that natural look. I just think he needs, <laughs> he just needs a haircut, man. Like, or some um, product. He's like Drake <laughs> when he was back on Degrassi and he didn't have a lineup yet. Like, it's just, y'all yeah. remember those days? He's also just rich and doesn't care. He doesn't like, care. Yeah, it's also, care. he just does not care. Oh, but. no. I just was not feeling it. But then, Sis came back out. And did y'all notice that Beyonce had like four different outfits on, but she also changed her, changed her, her fingernail color? Yes. Uh, no, it was black. It was silver then, at one point. Yes. I, I wonder okay, how many people are like, like back there, like stripping her. Dun, 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 Literally, dun, she, I feel like she's just standing there like a mannequin and she's like, <laughs> fix me. Like, yeah. And then, then sis had to fix her own fan this past weekend, whoever that was. Yes. Oh my he's goodness. fired. Right. Fire. You're fired. You <laughs> he's done. Like, no. bloop. Okay. The fact that my queen had to bend over. And then she had to sw- she had to move the fan and then get herself together. In the f- no, that's right. too much. You had one job, her one job. Running back, check up on it. Check. Oh, and she whatever. brought it back and she she patted the weed. Woke she it did. up for yes. me. I was like, yes. Ah. And she she, she chewed the fake gum when she passed the weed and chewed the fake gum <laughs> and she ain't even chewing. Yes, I love that. Solange and Beyonce. Yes. We move it way. We're moving yes. too fast. We're moving too fast. Okay, we can talk about the fall first, but we're moving too fast because it's first. It's. Destiny's Child and then it's the one. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Getting ahead of myself. So, Destiny's Child, when Destiny's Child came out, I knew that this, that's what they were going to play. I, I just knew either Beyonce was going to do um, Lose My Breath by herself mm-hmm. or Destiny Child was going to come back because after the whole band HBCU thing, I was like, okay, like, I'm I'm waiting for the music to... And I was like, when is it going to come? And then I wasn't paying attention, so I looked up and I saw the Charlie's Angels. I was like, <laughs> And she said, stay hydrated. I said, where's my water at? <laughs> and then they just did everything. And, you know, Auntie Michelle, she came out. And I respect Michelle because Michelle, she is a, she, I, I consider her an originator. You know, Latavia and Latoya and all of them, God bless them. Mm-hmm. Put them on my sick and shut-in list. But, um... I love Michelle for who she is and what she's done, even for the gospel game in general. Like, Mm -hmm. you can, you know, be a secular artist, but still come back and be secular for the Lord. (laughs) And I mean, you just have to do what you want to do, but know that you're doing it with a good spirit and a kind heart. Mm -hmm. So, can you just stay on Michelle for a little bit? 
Y'all better leave her alone with yes. this booty pop thing. Because I love to see you pop your butt next I to Beyonce. I understand, <laughs> but she didn't pop yeah, she didn't pop her booty. She popped her 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 shoulders. <laughs> well, her newly fiance loves her booty. He does. Right. And she, got, she ain't worried about nothing. <laughs> she got more okay. than what I got. I'm still praying over here for a man, I'm Jesus. I'm still out here screaming with my ring at. <laughs> hello, hello. But anyway, she got it together last week, this past week, and she got it together. That's right. It was, it was much better. And then Kelly, Kelly is just... Kelly is Kelly. Is Kelly. Kelly, when she said... Um, you got a lot of not a bit nice things if you know, mm-hmm. or not a big things if you know. And she's slaying I mean. the so thing away. <laughs> it was like Kelly. Now you know. <laughs> she was getting a little fresh. I think Kelly is just on her living her best life. Yes, I love it. And I love her hair. And did y'all notice that it was like a little pur- purple burgundy undertone? I did see that a little bit. I thought it was just a screen. But no, no, that's her. But she, um, when they both did the booty pop, if you go back and look, Beyonce doesn't even have as good as a booty pop as Kelly does. Kelly gives you a little boop and then she brings it back up. Oh yeah, she did that in the Like This video and I was like, yes ma'am because I still remember that choreography. <laughs> I'll be doing that I, every time I hear. I love me. Wait, Kelly, what is Kelly's first name? It's not Kelly. Calandria. Calandria, there Woo, you lie. That is Houston all the way. <laughs> Calandria <laughs> Roland, her wow. darling. Calandria. Calandria. Yeah. Hey, yo, that's crazy. Calandria, clean your room, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna call you Kelly. For the <laughs> Kelly Boo Boo. But anyway, so they they sort up, fucked up the game, and then our sis Solange came up, mm-hmm. and that was just, I think both of their performances, week one and week two, it was all there was something that happened, whether it be Beyonce's boots falling down, her boobs about to pop out, mm-hmm. or when they had the fall this past weekend, but they still, no matter what was in their way, they fucked it up. Yeah, like, they it, played right, that fall yeah, right. off. Really yeah. Yes. Come it's, on, little kicks. Nose. <laughs> little kicks. I call it nose, nose best. Nose, nose best. They always know how to give you a yes. good show. Mm-hmm. If anything that they sorry ass daddy taught them is how to perform, honey. <laughs> how to perform. <laughs> Who was even expecting her to come out? Anywho. But you know what? It was so good because they're so different, but mm-hmm. still so amazing in their own way. Yep. Like They love each other. Yes, like You can tell like really that's do. her big sister. It's like, mm-hmm. and though she jumped on her big sister like, bitch, we about to do this. And like, we gonna go down <laughs> together. Like, yes, yes. Here we go. And then right after they fell, she said, give it up for my sister. Like, bitch, right. I'm Beyonce. This is the launch. And what? Right. Like, and we fail so. Like, and their, so fails, their fails aren't even a fail. It's like, oh, bitch. Like, their their fall was a fail, but was it a fail? A F A I L? No, it wasn't. It was no. still a no. win. Yes. So I just love them. But um, what else are we missing? Uh, we talked about her husband, that other person that she's doing that tour with. Um, who else? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, he don't even got a name. Don't come for Jay Z because you know Jay my favorite rapper. That could be cute. I mean, and all. Um, we ain't gotta talk about his rapping versus personality, but you know whatever. Anywho, um, so the queen she just showed up and showed up. Oh, when she made, I didn't understand how HBCUs. I saw in the shave room. I saw on all these different um blogs. How HBCUs, not HBCUs, I'm sorry, that's the wrong thing. The Divine Nines, mm-hmm. they were like up in arms because, oh, like she's giving a stereotype to our black Greek life and black Greek culture. Nonetheless, is she's she? putting she's putting a shine on something mm-hmm. that is just, it's, it's a, what do you call those, um, 
movies that not everyone a cult classic Mm -hmm. we are i think hbcus i think i don't want to say the divine nine because i don't want nobody to protest my show i'm still up and coming but we are a cult classic whether whatever we do it's a cult classic until somebody a kardashian or a jenner gets their eyes on it and wants to make it a Mm -hmm. phenomenon or phenomenon classic which you miley cyrus and i I talk about this all the time miley cyrus did not start twerking and i have people who to this day, from in our, my high school reunions this year, ugh. and they're like, "Even I remember when you used to twerk in high school, and like that's back in 06, 05. Yeah. and they're like, "Oh, but when Miley Cyrus did it, yada yada yada." I'm like, "But bitch, you know that I was doing it first, <laughs> not first, but I did it before yeah, you yeah, figured yeah. that out." So like, people always think that these other individuals who are not of non-color, no, I'm mm-hmm. a little tipsy, y'all, uh, <laughs> who who don't have any pigment in their skin, created these things. But no, it's like we did that, and so I appreciate Beyonce mm-hmm. for. And it was just a gesture. I think if you've ever watched Spike Lee's movie uh, School Days, mm-hmm. be mad at that. Then if you're gonna yeah. be mad at Beyonce, right. Yeah. be mad at a fucking College Hill. Like if you gonna be yeah. mad at yeah. Beyonce, yeah. like she didn't do anything different. She just was Beyonce and said, "Oh, bitch, I like this, and let me do this." And Beyonce did this before she did the whole um what is the the video single ladies mm-hmm. she did that whole what is it called amanda or kayla when you the the style of dancing they um Heels? not Afternoon, not, try, like, not dr- like when you start the dance both? and then somebody else oh, does the oh, dance. Oh, drill like, drill like eight counts basically catching on eight counts okay i thought it was yeah. like is it called drill set not really set? i mean I kind of majorette dancing maybe. majorette yeah, dancing majorette. But I, don't know, but I just think the whole it's just cultural appropriation you know it at the end of the day like you have the classic straight back boxer braids that we used to the wear sis was rocking last week y'all i definitely was <laughs> but like the straight back boxer braids and then to us the black people it's just like oh well now it's praise but before it's just like if you add a little bit of color to it it's ghetto mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. add it to a color on a kardashian or even just you know a white person in general it's trendy it's, it's so, so like cute. it's so cute like it's so different and stuff like that so it's just like we are only accepted once you know the white community has like brought it in and it's just like oh okay we actually like it and you know at the end of the day like yes beyonce made this movement with her whole set and as far as like the whole um what do you call it the uh dancing not even the dancing but the drill setting yeah yeah, the hbcu style it's just like people just need to know that even Mm -hmm. if the crowd didn't connect with it it's just because it's something that they don't know yet Mm -hmm. and then once they do they're gonna google it they're gonna google it they're Mm -hmm. gonna you know see how dope it is Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't be surprised if you'll have a more attendance rate for white people Mm -hmm. going into hbcu just because she did that so. They're probably like a HBC what? Right. No, but you know what? But let me tell you that the thing about HBCU graduates is that we know how to shift in a heartbeat. So people are, might be looking at that and they might be saying, oh, well, those people, they're dancing like this. They look like that. They might be hood. They might be this. Well, those are also your bosses mm-hmm. that speak to you in a way that's not hood. Mm-hmm. We are the kings and queens of shifting. So mm-hmm. even if people look at it in a negative tone, it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Who cares? We're not like that. Because you're still working. You're still slaying. Mm-hmm. You can slay. And it's cold switching all the time. It's mm-hmm. like, I do this show, and then I'll go to work. Hi, how are you? Thank you for calling. Yeah, that's like, right. That's right. You got you to gotta switch it up so you can make that money. <laughs> but it's just called being black. That's just there what you go. we right? have to deal with. Yes. Like, at the end of the day, like if you went to an HBCU or not, the color of your skin, you're already mm-hmm. pinned upon. Don't be too much. Being, exactly. Don't be extra. And so now it's just like... I had a coworker at my current job who one time we were at a... Uh, 
team happy hour he's like Ibn I don't even think of you as black and I'm like and that's the problem uh, wow. yeah. and so it's not I think he was trying to make a compliment as a oh like I don't think of you as black but it's just like that's so offensive mm-hmm. you, you trying to be nice was being rude. Right. Like, I mean, right. I think both Kayla and I have even had people say when we're Ooh. having separate conversations, like, oh my gosh, I've never heard you talk like that before. You only talk like that with Kayla. Right. Like, what? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, because we know how to shift. Yes. Like, when I had first met Ibn, it was like, you know, that's Kayla. I think you told me this story before. Oh, it was shit. Like, I've been calling you by your government. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, well, okay. Yeah, it's fine. Kayla. Um, you know, it's one of those things where they had told them, him on the team when you know when we were training, it was like, oh yeah, that's Kay, and she like can adapt. She shifts all the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's what you have to, to do. do. Mm-hmm. Like they'll see different sides of me all the time, but it's just because I don't feel comfortable being myself around certain everybody. Cer- right. You know what I mean? Everybody like, doesn't social, deserve that anyway. Exactly. So yeah. it's just like you know, it's once you get comfortable too, and it's all. It's not always once you get comfortable because even when you're comfortable, you should not. You know, show your true colors all the time. And that's mm-hmm. something that I have had to learn mm-hmm. at my job. Because this job that I've had has been the job that I've had out of college primarily. So I've gotten comfortable with certain people. And I let it out a little bit. And sometimes I have to work a little bit in front of them. But you got to really... And I've been lucky enough to have these people who I can trust. And I know that my secrets are secure. But there's people who have since left the company who I've just kind of realized, why the fuck did I do that? But it's just it's something that I had to learn. But right. Right. anyway, back to the queen. I'm just appreciative of this moment. I feel like living during the lifetime of Beyonce is history. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I lived in... I wish I lived during the lifetime of Martin Luther King. Obviously, I think we all do, but then do we really? So, it's just... But this is an icon. Like, during Marilyn Monroe, um, just icons mm-hmm. in our life. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so happy that I get to live... Do, mm-hmm. Like, if I could have been... I was alive during the the height of Whitney in the 90s, but I was like three or four. So I wish that I was me then so that I can appreciate Mm -hmm. what was out there and Mm -hmm. and like just the culture and and what she gave to us. Mm -hmm. And I think what made it more more so like realistic for HBCU culture is that she used real sorority and fraternity. Yes, members. yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what she should do on her tour, honestly. And you come used... to Baltimore, use Morgan. You mm-hmm. want to DC, use Howard. Mm-hmm. Like She used real individuals on like the drill team, on FAMU, North Carolina a Like mm-hmm. she, And then even the choreographers were the choreographers. I don't know if they're choreographers, but the people who you know choreograph wow. those schools. Yeah, and the, like it's just, I... Mm-hmm. Ugh, and I bet you so many Spike Lee about to get a whole lot of money right now because right. they about to go look at school days yes. like school days I think I discovered school days when I was 13 and I was like what the fuck is this movie and I looked and I'm like it's old as hell right, but yeah. I'm just I love those days but okay so Beach Hello was the shit yes. and now we're excited simply we got, put we got a little taste of what, we're, what we think we might get on, on the run too yes um, but knowing Beyonce you just can't predict what they're gonna never do never can if there's predict. any um, Deltas listening to this get your girl an honorary because she shaded all the AKs for y'all so right <laughs> anywho um, let's talk about um, Belcalis Cardi B. Yes. I love uh, me some Cardi B. Me too. I love Let me tell you, that is one person that does not change for nobody, okay? Nobody. You cannot tell her she was not going to have them strippers <laughs> out on that stage with her. She, she called her old co worker. She's like, y'all need um, yes. y'all need to make some quick money real quick. Look, and down on the ground, baby, and all that. It's going to come out twerking. I know it. They said instead of Cirque du Soleil, it was Ho du Soleil. Right. <laughs> y'all was like, y'all don't do that to her. My mama had the, because I was at my mom's house when. And we wa- I was like, 
we got to turn on YouTube. She's like, we got YouTube on our um, TV. Shout out to Xfinity because now they got apps. So Ooh, we went um, and got YouTube on the t- on the television in the living room. And she was trying to, you know, talk about Cardi. And I said, well, isn't aren't you the same woman? Because I came out a month ahead of time. I was supposed to come out and or be born, come to this world. You know, bless y'all was my presence in October. <laughs> but I came out on Labor Day, September 3rd. And my mom was in the club two weeks prior Dancing around with her big belly. So, and yes, mom, I'm putting you out there. I'm sorry, girl. So, I'm like, and she's a she's queen of switching, of everything. She's like, I love my queen. But anywho, she, I, the stories that we all hear, that I hear in my lifetime about my mom and how she was, like, just being a Cardi B in 1990, I'm like, how are you going to talk about Cardi? And she's like, you right. I'm like, I know I'm right. Because Cardi B is, like, all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've all had our whole stages. We all had our stages where we, like, literally came from nothing and transformed. And, like, ain't shit niggas. And we all yeah, had yeah. dreams where we thought, like, on Love and Hip Hop itself, who was the um guy she was talking He was just like, no, like, your rhymes are whack. Like, did it, he was just going off on her. And it's been the highlight on the pop page because it's just like, yo, like, you just clowned her on national television and look at where she is now, no. right? You know what I mean? Like, And look at where you are right now. Yeah, yeah no, for real. Still on Love and Hip. Probably not even on the show. Mona probably got rid of him. Like, you gotta go. Like, you gotta go. I love her and I think, and I hate the fact, and like, this is like kind of veering off of the whole Bochella part, but how people, you know, compare Nikki and her. And it's like there's other rappers. There's mm-hmm. Little Kim. There's mm-hmm. Remy. And then we can go all the way back to Queen Latifah, MC Light, um, Roxanne, Roxanne. There's all these people. But I guess the two main people are Cardi and Nicki. Get that. Understand it. We don't have to yeah, compare they don't have them. To compare. Mm-hmm. However, I will say that I think the reason why Cardi herself resonates with a lot of us millennials is because although Nicki is a millennial, she's on the older spectrum of millennial. Mm-hmm. And Cardi's 24, 25. And she just, she grew up in the era where we, she in the Little Bow Wow era and the 3LW era. And like, um, little, what's her name? Little Kim, little Nicki Minaj. Nicki little Minaj. Mama. No, Nicki Minaj is, is a, was just a little older than Not that. little mama. <laughs> I mean, he said little, so but I was trying to But I think Cardi is just so real with her words. Like, at yeah. least that's what resonates with me. Like when Shout I out hear to her, her writer, music, whoever wrote that damn album and helped her. <laughs> well, look, when I hear her songs, I'm like, yep, be careful with me. Ring, ring, been through that. Like, right. it's like, you know. Oh, like, I hate like that we, song. Yeah. You know, it's like, we can really relate to it. She's not trying to add all these big words. Like in pictures. She's not, not trying to rhyme. Wait, hold on. Right. Liking pictures, not returning Texas, yes, bitch. When did Texas become a word? <laughs> them Texases, we getting them, okay? <laughs> but but no. I think it, at the end of the day, you know, I feel like it's not an, an, an issue as far as who can rap better. Because mm-hmm. Nikki can clearly rap. It's mm-hmm. a difference in marketing. Mm-hmm. Cardi marketed her way in a, in a word of truth. Sorry. <laughs> Cardi marketed her way in a, in a word of truth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj went as far as going into the white generation, you know, mm-hmm. wanting to do... That Harajuku yes, Spaceships, Born to Fly, whatever that is. Like, And she kind of lost the, pe- the people that followed her from Itty Bitty Piggy mm-hmm. and, like, those true diehard Nicki fans. So now she wants to come back, and it's just like, no, we couldn't relate to you then. Here's mm-hmm. somebody we can actually relate to. Trap music, mm-hmm. she has a bop, and mm-hmm. now you're mad about it. I don't think... Oh, wait, wait. She's not mad. She's playing the victim now. Okay. Lord. Same thing. Please. She's still upset. Because she knows that Cardi has too much fire that she can't be... Right. 
like that jealous person. So now I'm the victim. I didn't like how she said that about right. me. Right. Okay. Bye. I'm not. And this bye. is this is us instigating putting two females against each other. Honestly, I can't even say I wish they would do an album together or a song because they've done that. Mm-hmm. But then even when they did that, there's drama around that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like what. I wish that Nikki would get out of her jealousy because, yes. and only why I say that is because anyone who's been in her past, present, or even future will say Nikki is a jealous person. Safari has said that. Meek has said that. People who have known her on like these love and hip hop shows will say that. And so, and clearly, Remy, that whole situation is just like a a jealousy thing. It's just mm-hmm. like, girl, you are Nicki Minaj. You don't have to prove yourself or any, right. to anyone. Be Onika Mirage and fuck it up and let it go and right. walk out the building. You yes. can't tell people how to praise you. No. At the end of the day, you cannot tell people. If you want to, you know, celebrate Lauren Hill and Beyonce and stuff like that publicly, good for you. But if Nicki, if Cardi B doesn't want to do that, she just doesn't want to do it. If she no. wants to do it personally, she just wants to and do it personally. Right. And even if like Nicki said, um, Cardi wanted her to be off of the the song and we know Nicki's fucking Quavo or she has um but like no matter what the, the deal was if Cardi was like that and was like don't say my name yada 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 because Cardi has acted a little shady and funky mm-hmm. when people have asked her about mm-hmm. the relationship that she has with Nicki and she's like mm, yeah she's never really hate hateful about it but she's not also nice about it either so there is something you can clearly tell right but you know Cardi stays in her lane and doesn't even address it. So if Cardi, I don't want to say is under you, beneath you, but she's not even at the level that you are, which is, you are at greatness right now, Nikki. Mm-hmm. You are. If she has that that womanhood to be like, I'm not going to stoop to that level, why would you do that? Just right. keep it moving. Keep Cardi it pushing. Cardi has that momentum right now. Honestly, I saw this quote the other day. It said, uh, collaboration is the new competition. Mm-hmm. If they would just collab, get together, like, what are y'all competing for? Nikki has the... Not Nikki. Cardi has the momentum right now. So get together, mm-hmm. make something happen, make it poppin', and there you go. Right. Right. Well, let's just talk about Cardi's album in general. Or, no, no, no. I don't want to talk about Cardi's album yet. Uh, I want to talk about her performance because this bitch fucked up. She said, I am not going to let this baby stop me from mm-hmm. being my best whole self. Yes. She, and then last weekend, she said, oh, no, first weekend, she said, fuck him, then I got a baby. Like, <laughs> oh, bitch, that's what you got to do. Yes. <laughs> It'd be happening like that sometimes. She was so cute on Ellen, too. I mean, I know we're talking about the performance, but she's just like, even. We're just talking about Cardi. Like, <laughs> she's just a cute person in general. Yes, sure mm-hmm. yes. But her performance was dope. Kalani looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. Chance can't the get Rapper. Ring, ring, ring. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's kind of catchy, I guess. But okay. she looks beautiful. You know, you like it. Don't be I do. Friend. I do. A little bit. She bad. It's relatable. Part of bad. Money bag. <laughs> Shit. That gets me. I get the million back on <laughs> That's Be my careful shit. with me. Chance the Rapper is like daddy. <laughs> Chance the Rapper is my whole fucking baby daddy. Like, oh my gosh. And his daughter. She is so cute. So precious. So mm. precious. But y'all realize, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you like everyone else because my friends and I were texting about it at the same time. Is she did a full show with her new album that came out a week before Coachella came out. And I don't know, but I knew most of the words. Like, right. <laughs> so that just gives you the presence and her power. Like, the presence of the Cardi power. Right. Like, she just has it. Or yeah, the power of the, or the, car, the power of the Cardi presence. Bitch, I've been drinking some... some it's fine. Some it's uh, fine. champagne. champagne <laughs> but no, I just... I love my sis Buckleese. Because Buckleese will just let you know, like... I don't know the correct grammar, but I'm going to say what the fuck is on my heart. Because that's <laughs> yes. it. It is what it is. Her grammar is destroyed. It is, but you can tell that someone's definitely helping her and working with her to give her her best rhymes. And I mean, I think that I don't think that someone's ghostwriting for Cardi. I think that mm. she's like any other person. Like 
she'll she'll take different things because um, people can write for you and help you. I think she does that, and she mm-hmm. actually gives them their credit, unlike Nikki and Safari. But um, I didn't mean Shay. to do that. <laughs> but I think that she she adds on to it her own little, yeah. you know, Cardi esque, and and makes it into what it is, which is a bop, yes. and ultimately a hit. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that hating. voice like. You can't deny that Cardi voice when you hear it on a track and she hits it like mm-hmm. it's you know it's gonna be a hit. I like, the me back hey, on Monday hey. for Robbie Friday. <laughs> it's sweet pussy Saturday. She don't even say Saturday. She says Saturday. Saturday. Sometimes I don't know what she said, but I'm I know. Like, like, I'm like, okay, shit, pick it up, pick it up. Right. Oh my gosh, love Definitely us some Cardi B, but. <laughs> no, okay, no, but J. Cole has his new album, K.O.D., and it's a really good album. Mm-hmm. Um, I like K.O.D. itself. Like, that's my shit. I like right. 1985 yes, when he talks good. about, like, little plump fluff and all those other mm-hmm. hoes. And, like, you're going to lose your money one day. You're going to be in Omarion, yes. and then you're going to be in love and hip-hop. Yes. So, what, like, what about that one where he's talking about meditate, not medicate? Yes, that one was that the realest. So. Addictions, yes. addict, another yes. addict, or something like yes. that. Yes. His mom. Here's the mm-hmm. thing. Just about that in general, people say people say that weed is not addicting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And which, you know... Anything's addictive. Not, Touching anything, yourself too much is addictive. Anything <laughs> is addictive. You know what I mean? But, you know, I really... I feel him on that. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just like meditate is the perfect solution instead of having to medicate. And I think it spoke volumes to the black community because so many... African Americans don't really want to deal with the fact there are mental health issues. There are things stemming around the fact that you are medicating by using drugs and alcohol and things like that. And not just weed, like much harsher things, mm-hmm. but it starts with weed. Um, and so I think it's great that he even put that out there so that people knew, like, meditate. His Do album yoga. is, the whole thing is just so real. And I just want to mm-hmm. say it's so black, but it's not because he does talk about his mom and his mom is um, white. But. Okay. It's just like when he, I think it's an interlude and he gets money. It's an ATM. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then it's ATM. He, ta- mm-hmm. he calls his uncle like, hey, uncle, I got paid. I told you I'm going to make it. What you need? His uncle's like, half. He was like, half? half. Suck yeah. half my dick. Like, <laughs> it's just like, and that happens. And even though, like, I, I can just attest to that when I got my full-time job and I worked for, like, this huge company. And then even when I became a cheerleader, and we all know how much cheerleaders make. It's just like, because you think that I have something, you right. want more. Mm-hmm. Or you just want mm-hmm. tickets to everything. And mm-hmm. it's just like, sir, no. <laughs> right. That ain't that ain't the move. Right, like, right. That's not what we're doing. But mm-hmm. um, Or you'll have random people just come up to you and be like, so do you have tickets? Wait a minute. Do right. I, can my family invite Oh, when people, when people yes. are messaging my mom. Like, my mom has had to tell people, like, uh-uh. Like, that's not what we're doing around here. Like, no. Not today. Why but, do we sound alike, though? <laughs> <laughs> But let's talk about Kevin's Heart. Kevin's Heart yes. is a song off of KOD, mm-hmm. J. Cole's album, and it talks about Kevin's Heart, Kevin Hart's relationship or the whole situation and drama that happened when he cheated on his pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like you are that, you the shit, but temptation is there. You can't get over that temptation. Yeah. You just, you do it, but you're thinking about the person that's at the But see, I just think that's bullshit. Like, I mean, like, I get it. I mm-hmm. get that it's hard. Temptation is hard, but really, you're that weak? Like, right. you're a man, and you're that weak to have to succumb to right. temptation? Right. Like, I get it. I really do. I really do. And actually, I was listening to the radio the other day. They were talking about that, how, like, there's 30 women mm-hmm. to every 
one man. Mm-hmm. And so the man, Child. and this is what they're saying, so this is not my words. Okay. This is what I heard. Okay, okay, Sheree, the bone collector. <laughs> <laughs> they're saying that that's why it's harder for men to, you know, resist temptation that's because there are so many women. Exactly. Like, you mean to tell me you're that weak? I think that the issue is that as a man, you're constantly seeking satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And if you're talking to, let's just say me and you are talking to each Mm -hmm, other. mm -hmm. And let's say one for, I'll say for six months at a time, like everything's just going perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. And we have that one downfall where it's not going perfectly fine and I'm no longer satisfied. As a man, you're you're always constantly wanting that satisfaction. Mm So that's where you fall into this this pit of temptation because it's like well one person won't do the other one someone else will and it's like damn i love her so much but i'm seeking that satisfaction and then the i think what clicks for men is after you do it mm-hmm. and you get that smack in the face like damn why did i just the do grass that? ain't greener on it the other side right. Right. i think but he even says that seeking that satisfaction is just you don't even think about it until it afterwards, afterwards. i think he yeah, even says that in the on the album mm-hmm. it's just like i know that what i'm doing isn't right yeah and you text me I get the text. You're not here. Like my significant significant other isn't here. The pussy's here. Like let me just fall in it. Like, right, right. So, okay, so what if I fell into some, you know, some dick? Then what? Child, you talking because to the wrong person. Double standard is going to come into play. Then the double like, standard comes because women are emotional creatures, and yeah. that's that's where the disconnect is. Mm-hmm. A man can have sex with a female and just be, all right, mm-hmm. that was nice. I'm mm-hmm. about to go back to my mm-hmm. girl and not be that. A female be like. Ooh, but like that's daddy, but like you know, I, I still want both. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? At this right. point, I have an emotional connection with you, and right. that's where we kind of get messed up. Right. And that's why men play so hard that line of the pussy's only yours when you're in it. Okay, perfect example: Tristan Thompson, Thomas, whatever his name mm-hmm. is, right. and Chloe, Chloe Kardashian. Mm-hmm. So sorry, sis, but I don't feel bad for you. And it happened right here in DC, <laughs> but. You know, I mean, you get them how you, it you happens. Them. You, yeah, you, you get, get them how you lose them. them. You lose them mm-hmm. how you keep them, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Mm-hmm. But for both, Aniko Hart and Khloe Kardashian, they both got their men because they were the side pieces. Mm-hmm. So are you really going to be upset that the same shit happened to you? Right, right. And I, I do feel bad for Khloe. And I, the thing about Khloe, which is so like the Kardashian effect, is that we were all, and you all at this table right now can mm-hmm. say, Oh well, it happened to you. Sorry, sis, but you know you felt bad for her when it no, happened. No, I uh, just a little bit. And me and Amanda had this conversation. We already. did. We did. Here's the thing: I remember when Jordan was pregnant with. Um, and Jordan Thompson. is not a nobody bitch. No, Jordan, no. Jordan's she is bad is beautiful. And yeah. Jordan has money. Jordan comes from money. Like exactly. My heart went out to her when he got with Chloe. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was just like, I don't like Chloe anymore. Like, I really do not like her anymore. Mm-hmm. And so when he did the same thing to Chloe, I was just like, well, there it is. And and I think that with Aniko, it was a little bit different because I didn't see her being the side piece. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I wasn't, I didn't see all that kind of play out. And I don't know these people were mm-hmm. the can and pick, but I just... I don't have empathy for a person where I see you, like, stepping. You know what I mean? I see you stepping on somebody else's toes. I just... Okay, but wait. So, I'm about to bring up a whole other topic. I'm sorry, but it's just... So, Tori Hart, Kevin Hart's ex-wife, yeah. she said she's... on an interview yeah. that um, she would be okay with having a side chick because there are days when she don't feel like doing whatever it is that, you know, he wants to be done. So, the side chick can do it as long as she likes the person, as long as she, you know... Um, 
approves, gets along, whatever, no drama. After she was cheating. Exactly. So this is after because this was recently. So my thing is, is it just a thing of that lifestyle? Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. that she got adjusted or it became a thing of, okay, I could do this because of the lifestyle. Like they weren't just, you know, Kevin and Tori. Mm -hmm. They were. Kevin Hart, the comedian, the famous comedian, exactly. and his wife, Tori. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you're going to have side hoes. And she probably still wanted him for Kevin Hart, the comedian. She, she still had her last him. name is still Tori Hart. But wait, <laughs> where is our self-respect? Because you have people out here that are following social media, following these celebrities, trying to Facts. be like them to a T, that are really settling for this bullshit. Hmm. Like, what? And okay with it. Yes. Like, you are not about to have a side piece mm-hmm. talking about some, oh, babe, this is just what I need. No. I was talking to this guy, actually, and he told me that he was going to buy a home with this individual mm-hmm. and... They went to go visit friends, and they all had this, like, big gathering and cookout, whatever. And then I guess the guy met up with whomever he was cheating on, mm-hmm. my friend, the individual that I was talking to. Mm-hmm. And um, he broke up with the guy. They broke up with each other. Um, and then right after they broke up, he the other person had someone. So it was just like, you knew what you were doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. You were plotting. Mm-hmm. You had it in your mind. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like... And I, and while I was talking to this individual, it, this is someone that I was trying to get to know to date. It, and I told him, like, just, like, off the cuff, like, what was going on in my head. Like, that's fucked up, and mm-hmm. I can never do that. And I always say that to my friends. Like, if you're going to cheat on someone, why be with them? Right. Why not just break up? Mm-hmm. Because you have, you know what you can have with that individual. Mm-hmm. You could be scared, or whatever mm-hmm. that case may be, but you're in that moment. Mm-hmm. So when you think about venturing to the right and having option B, C, and anything but A... Why do it? Mm-hmm. So, I just think that the whole venturing off thing, and if you like someone, that's how you got them. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to lose them yeah. at most times. I can speak at the that end from of the experience. Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, you don't really give them a choice. Like, if mm-hmm. you're not gonna tell them what's up, if Tori Hart's your girl and she's okay with it, then give her a choice to choose to be okay with it. Right. Don't mm-hmm. don't just do it behind their back. Like well, I really know, did feel bad for Chloe. I always for say time. black, white, Hispanic, purple or orange, niggas <laughs> gon' nig. <laughs> they always gon' nig. And on that <laughs> note, we'll be right back. Girl, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I ran across an Instagram video, but actually Tamar Braxton posted it. Shout out to Tamar. But it was on the pop page. I happened to click on it, and um, it was a guy just pretty much going on. I normally don't look at these videos, but this one in particular, I was just like, you know, let me just click on it. So... He was basically talking about if a guy isn't showing you interest, and it's not really any drama that's going on in my life, y'all, so let me just start by that. But he was basically saying if a guy isn't showing you interest, it's basically him just saying, I don't, I'm not really that into you, you know what I mean? But you have to pay attention to those signs. You know, a lot of the times girls would give love and loyalty and time. Or you gays. Yes, and and literally give their bodies to these men that Mm -hmm. really just do not, what they don't hit them during the day, they don't get those good morning Mm -hmm. texts, you know what I mean? And not saying that that's required, but there's no attention being given. Yeah. And so now, you know, you're pretty much getting him ready for the next female that he may be interested in, but you're boosting up his ego. And I was just like, God. 
You know what I mean? Like, that's something I'm just like, you know what? It makes so much sense. Yeah, in training, sense. you're the mm-hmm. SOL. I mean, because if you're from Virginia. <laughs> I'm ruthless. I'm going to be quite frank. You know, I'm very ruthless when it comes to my dating life. If I'm not feeling you, I'm just not feeling you. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm, my friend zone game is strong. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, with the guys that I date, it's just like, you know, either they get it or they don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm like, listen, if he's saying that as a male... I just know that's how men fit. That's how they think. Look, I, mean? I think people in general make time for who and what they want to make time exactly. for. If they're exactly. not sending you that good morning text, if they're not calling you before they go to bed, it's because they're doing something else exactly. that they would rather be doing than mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Understandable. I definitely get that. Um, I don't think it's necessarily... I mean, gender. You put your gender in there and kind of switch it on up. But... I, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but I don't like good morning texts. Like, and I'm, th- I'm, I'm coming into the, of the age of where I'm ne- really dating to find someone. I don't want to say to find the one, but to actually find someone to be in a long-term relationship with. And so people are sending me good morning texts and I feel that when I'm talking to them, when I go home, they want to have a conversation. <laughs> I want to, you know, read my Jennifer Lewis book or my Gabrielle Union book or my Tiffany Haddish book. And you don't want to be in a relationship. Basically. basically. That's what basically. Right. No, 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 no. You want to go like and have your person on the side. But I want to actually be in a relationship. I just didn't understand. Okay, so let me ask you this. What does that mean? What does that look like to you? A relationship? Yes. I think a relationship is somebody who... I spend the majority of my time with, I'm committed to, I'm not dating anyone else. It's just him and I. Mm-hmm. And we also have our time to ourselves. But me being the only child, I've had my whole life to myself. Mm-hmm. So I've never been in a long-term relationship in my adulthood where I've had to share that when I... I've never been in a, in a full-time relationship where I get off of work, we have to talk all the time. I've been in a relationship in college and high school where... I don't have a real job. So it's like, we're texting all the time. What is someone so doing? But now I have like my, my whole day to day. I'm, I'm accustomed to that. Right. So I feel like a relationship for me is like, you do your thing. I do my thing. We'll talk throughout the day. I don't need to text you in the morning. You don't have to text me in the morning. You can text me. Hey, in the middle of the afternoon, like what's good. I'm like, everything's okay. How are you? Right. I'm doing well. And then we'll talk on our car ride home. As I do my grandmother, my mother, mm-hmm. I'll give you that time. But I think that's me not being making that compromise of time Mm -hmm. i know that's what something i need to work on however period then i'll I'll put the comma then i'll put the um what's that thing next to the j the pinky finger stop i don't know (laughs) the um semicolon okay (laughs) (laughs) i put the semicolon but i think that as far as training someone Mm -hmm. for me i'll speak as a gay man training this closeted gay man to be a great partner for a woman, mm. I think I've, I've done that before. Mm. I think that I've had this full-blown relationship, whether I've been in college and he's closeted gay or gay for a couple days, mm-hmm. um, where we'll have this conversation of banter back and forth mm-hmm. and we'll go out mm-hmm. off campus or we'll even go out on campus because I was homies with everyone. Mm-hmm. And then we'll hook up. We'll, we're, we're doing this for a couple of weeks and I'm training you because things that you're doing, I'm like, why are you doing this? Do this, do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And they'll fall in line. And then all of a sudden, like they go ghost. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then I But those up, are the signs that I'm talking about that you have to pay attention to. Yeah, and they're dating I mean. someone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Those then, are the signs because honestly, people neglect to face reality. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. They get in denial and it's just mm-hmm. like, yo, like 
it's just that movie. They're just not that into you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to understand Not that. seeing the signs because you're so excited, though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. You're excited. Yeah. You're excited to be in that new thing. And a lot of the times, people, you know, fail to realize it's they do it for the cutesiness of it. You know what I mean? He texts me if, back. Right. He texts me back. I feel a warm feeling inside. You right, know what I mean? Right. But what does that mean, like, as far as acknowledging that and putting yourself in a state like you already are vulnerable with that person mm-hmm. you know what I mean but putting yourself in acknowledgement and be like you know what like I'm worth better than this mm-hmm. like my, I know my worth plus tax and when so, you're giving excuses for everything non child I didn't give every excuse like I got hurt at practice I haven't talked to you in a couple of days so and so died when they that person died five years ago like it's just like you're giving these excuses because you you know that you have you're right, right. you're cognizant that you have not spoken to this individual right well that well, <laughs> I mean that's but that's what I was saying earlier I think me and Kayla were talking about that it's just that like you know what you do to somebody that you don't really like right right or somebody that you're not really feeling you might like them as a person but you're not really feeling them like mm-hmm. that you might ignore texts you won't text them back right away you'll you know ditch out on dinner dates stuff like right. that. And so if you know you do it, then why do you think it's any different when they do that's it? That's right. So and that, that's the easiest way to acknowledge yeah, that, exactly. like, men and women are kind of the same mm-hmm, when it comes to that mm-hmm. dating. I'm not really feeling you like that, but I'll keep you in my back pocket. Right. Just, just in case that right. per, that first person, that starting person, mm-hmm. is not, you know, where they need to be. And I'm like queen of doing that mm-hmm. i can't i have a starting five i'm single everybody I'm has here. a starting five yeah, you should yeah, if you, you don't like i'm just i'm living my best life you know i'm busy and that's the other thing i am half the time i am busy but like i make time for the people i want to make mm-hmm. time for but i can't be blindsided by the fact that i'm giving my all my time to this mm-hmm. person and it's not being reciprocated but look if you play that little back pocket card right even if you are the back pocket person look Mm. If you're the back pocket <laughs> person, you are the back pocket As long as you know you're number one, you can easily become a number one if you play it right. Yeah, you stay in your lane, you know what you want. Right. I'm just a little mm. distracted right now, but right. if you, but you stay consistent with me, <laughs> I may I may notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may just notice. So. I mean, I think that like I'm trying to build a starting five. My starting five has always been personally with the closeted or the people who are not who give me that masculinity that I'm looking for, but right. they are not necessarily the out people that I'm The looking. trade don't love you. Mm-hmm. Right! The trade don't right, love the trade. you. And so, now that I have the real gay trade, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like scared. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I'm running away from it. Where yeah. Why am I running away from fate or what could be my destiny, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's something that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. For me, and especially for someone who's been so such a good boy, the quote-unquote good boy, or mm-hmm. who's just doing the right things, not for people, but just for yourself, because you always want to make sure that you fit into that that square or that circle or that, that box. Mm-hmm. You're always trying to do the right things, but sometimes why don't you just live, be your Issa Rae self and live your best whole life. Yeah. But living your best whole life, and that's only the place where I think that I am in in my life, mm-hmm. I'm living my best whole life, but... Am I really ready to be a hoe? Like, and I think that in ter- like my mind is saying yes. My mind is telling me yeah. But my body, <laughs> but my body really is telling me like no. Like, right. I think I think it's the other way around. My body's telling me yes, but when I get into that situation where it's really time for the get down, I'm like, yeah. oh no. And then it's just like I'll ghost you. Mm-hmm. And I think that I just need to 
to still work on that top five and you can right. be in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think I'm just such a good person, a mm-hmm. nice person, I think, that I'm allowing these people to think that they're all number one. And therefore, in my head, I'm like, you're just number one. No. And then I go to number two and I'm like, you're number one. And mm-hmm. I just need to li- literally understand you're number one, you're number yeah. two, you're number three. Yeah. I don't have to treat you as such. Mm-hmm. I can treat you all as number one, yeah. but know that I still have my number one internally. Right. Mm-hmm. You always have, and I talk about this all the time on Galaxy, but you always have to protect your flow. You always got to protect your you know what I mean Protect and you you do and you know I think wow. for me, for me <laughs> like for females you know that's that's that part in your uterus where you're just like where you shine the mm-hmm. most you know what I mean your third eye and for guys you know that's that part I'm gonna just say all spirit because I'm not a guy so I'm just <laughs> whatever but you know people will really alter and change keep your, your poker energy. face mm-hmm. keep you know what I mean 100%. people will all, always change your energy mm-hmm. and so not, not all people can be your number one. And that's first and foremost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to be your number one. And so you can have mains. You can have whatever that you really talk to and stuff like that. But they have to be equally, like, looking at you, like, saying, like, yo, she's it. He's it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Period. Mm-hmm. You know? And that way, it's just, like, my flow is always protected because he protects it or she protects it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so you just always have to understand that, like, your person, whoever you're talking to, y'all have to be on the same accord with that. Mm-hmm. So at what point do you drop two through four? Or two <laughs> through five? I feel like that's a conversation that y'all have to have as far as, like, where do y'all stand in y'all's relationship? I mean, I don't know. I kind of think it's, like, a personal decision. You know, like... Do I, you? I do because, so... I don't know. Like, for me, as a woman, I am very emotional. I mean, mm-hmm. as a person in general, I'm just very emotional. But I know that... I cannot dedicate my time to five of you. Mm-hmm. So if I'm talking to five of you right now, you guys are definitely getting missed phone calls. You're definitely getting bailed on dinner dates. Facts. You know, I'm just being Facts. real. But when I'm really feeling someone, I will automatically cut out two through five. Mm-hmm. Just automatic. It's a natural With, regression. Yeah, natural. Without even realizing that I'm doing it because that's how much I'm feeling you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speak. Take me to church. Who got their phone on? It ain't me. K.O. Oh, wait a minute, because it's on silence, so. <laughs> it ain't me, bitch. I ain't got no dings. This is the engineer, the little producer, man. Anyway, well, thank you all so much. Um, So, we about to wrap the show up, but we're going to go around the circle. And everybody tell our friends and family your social media hashtags and handles. Or handles. Handles. <laughs> um, You can follow me on Instagram at Jaron DeMonte. That's J-A-R-O-N-D-E-M-O-N-T-E. Instagram only. Thank you. Okay. You can go on voice line and repeat 18 cents a minute. Your voice is so <laughs> damn sexy. Damn it, Jerron. This is Jerron. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's Jerron and at the hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Amanda. You can find me at prettypanda09 on Instagram. P R E T T Y panda09. And she was also this year's uh, Pro Bowl cheerleader for oh, the Baltimore yes, Ravens. Represented. The Baltimore Ravens cheerleading team, BRC. Oh, hey. all right. <laughs> so I must be very annoying and very extra at the same time. So I'm just going to give y'all both um, for those people that want to follow Galaxy as well. So my personal one is Kayoko Lee. That's K-A-Y-O-K-O-L-E-E. And for Glow Galaxy Inc., it's literally Glow Galaxy Inc. And you might want to go on dictionary.com if you don't know how to spell either of those words. Oh, Yo, follow the Galaxy. The Galaxy is dope. The Galaxy is dope. You want to... You want to be a Martian. Um, and look out for me because I think we're going to do something soon. Absolutely. But, um, you all know where you can follow me. It's at Ibn Logic. 
Um, and you can still just because this is the season finale, the season will the next season will come up very soon, right before your eyes. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we supposed to be in the hot time, but um, the season will be here before it's even fall, so y'all will be good to go, and you'll still see me. I'll still be active. Um, the shows the pay the shows page will still be up. Our Facebook. Um, you can find me at So How You Live In on Instagram and also on Facebook. I'm creating a Twitter. I'm going to start tweeting, darling. Um, so it'll be fun. And I think the next season, you'll definitely get a, a more interactive side of Ibn Logic. Um, I'm definitely going to be on other shows, guests. Uh, being a guest on other shows, I'll definitely be posting more on the show's page. And we'll do some some more of So Let Me Tell You. So I can definitely, you know, give you my, my therapist side and, right. and tell you um, just my, my uh, feedback on how I think that you should live. Right. So, so I, before we end, I just want to say how proud we all are mm-hmm. of you. Yes. You just completed yes. your yes. 100%. And it's a you. sense of completion. I know you feel good. We feel good for you. You know what I mean? We're your friends. You. And I just am so pleased of how all of this turned out. So kudos to you. That's mm-hmm. my bracelet. Yes. 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 sticking so with it. Thank you. Um, I just, like, I was talking to one of our other teammates. And this time last year, KO, she was like, when are you going to do that show? When are you going to do like this podcast? I'm like, it's coming, it's coming. And I'm just so happy that yes. I have a season That's right. to share with That's you right. all. And I just, we, we as a family, we need to build this together. So let's do it. And, you know, I always wrap the show up like this. Say it loud. I'm like and I'm proud. Hey. Hey. I'm like and I'm proud. Hey. I'm like and I'm proud. Hey. And I'm saying it loud. <laughs> And with that, good night. I love you. I love me. I love us. Yes. I love we. Good night. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.